So hi everyone, this week on Freedom Fanatics, we discuss the dangerous effects communism has on our basic freedoms, and we also look at the importance of free speech. So stay tuned, we are going to have a good show. Welcome to Freedom Fanatics. This is the production of the Advocacy Network. And each week we discuss the latest fan content with our authors and our contributors. Uh, my name is Sholin, and this week I'm joined by Simpi, who is an analyst at the Center for Risk Analysis, a first time guest, really excited to have her. And also Michael, who is the head of media at the South African Institute of Race Relations. Thank you guys for making the time. Um, so, first up, we will be discussing an article which is titled Communism Where Freedom Goes to die. Um, so communism is essentially a political ideology that seeks to make the state the organization that has central control of the economy. Um, Simpe, I'll come to you first. The primary yeah. objective of four communists, uh, communists is to first gain control of the individual's economic pursuits and because they understand that this will allow them to infringe on basic human rights. Um, and there is this link between the central um, economic control and the erosion of liberty. Your thoughts? Um, I, I fully agree with you. Um, they, and I think it's actually a fact that is often so overlooked that you know the centralized control of the economy is not limited to you know economic implications. It's, it has far-reaching consequences for people in a society. And you know having having a job and earning a salary and being able to choose what you're going to do with that, you know, that, that also has like a, it, it, it has like a self-actualization element to it. You know, it's not purely this uh, buy and selling um, trade, you know, trade off that we do in economic systems. Um, so yeah, I think people, you know, gain a lot of dignity and it, it's your ability to choose what you're going to do with your money that you've earned, um, that's been through your efforts. Yeah. so. I think yeah, it's very underappreciated that it, it, it really ruins your yeah. your individual liberties. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. And Michael, um, I'll come to you now. Another concerning point of communism in general is that, despite its false um, vision of um, utopia and uh, and perfection, <laughs> we see that its reality in places like North Korea, for example, are very much restrictive and. There are no press freedoms. There's this um, restriction on the free exchange of ideas. And this is usually to the detriment of that society. Yeah, I think very much so. And, and I think, you know, in contrast to, to closed, um, rigid societies where people are told what to do, what to think, um, and in which people have very little scope um, for acting in their own and society's interests, the point that, that Simpe was making, that the, the, the very great power of being able to act on your freedom in your own life. Um, the great virtue of the free market, with trade, ideas, and everything else that goes with them, is not that... It's not that freedom, whether it's civil or economic, um, which is what capitalism delivers, 
automatically provides the solution for all time, a kind of better utopia, uh, in contrast to the to that powerful word you used in, in, in your question, but that it is capable of actually changing itself, um, adapting to new circumstances, confronting and dealing with errors and, and, and failures, which are always uh, going to be inevitable in any uh, any earthly system. And so it is that much more dynamic um, and capable of delivering um, the best possible options for solutions at, at, at any given time. And I think a, a key point here is that capitalism doesn't require permission to fix mistakes, adjust to crises uh, and respond to real human concerns. Again, that, that issue that simply raised that uh, our sense of us, ourselves, our dignity, our, our ability to act. Um, and that, I think, in, in contrast to uh, dictatorships or ideologically fixed systems, which we have some elements of in South Africa, is exactly why um, freedom is so much more desirable and, and effective. Um, and of course, the, the, you know, the, the reason is precisely that free societies can draw on the ingenuity, the imagination, the enterprise, and the the um, the agency of millions of people, rather than having to rely on the coterie of the powerful sitting at the top of the pile. So yeah, yeah I think it's exactly right. Yes, that's a very important point to make. Yeah, and thank you guys for your insight on our um, latest article. And to our viewers and listeners, you can find all our written content on our website, freedomadvocacy.net. And up next, we will be looking at um, fans' explainer video, which is titled Freedom of Speech, Use It or Lose It. Let's have a quick watch. The concept of free speech rests on the simple idea that whatever people think, they should be able to say. In a free society, differences of opinion are inevitable and tolerated, and these differences of opinion are better resolved by argument than force or violence or threat. Freedom of speech isn't always comfortable because it often means defending the rights and freedom of people who say unpleasant things or things we don't agree with. History shows that people with the power to dominate or dictate how people think use this power to crush the freedom to believe in a different way of life. Even though freedom is uncomfortable, uncomfortable freedom is so much better than no freedom at all. Without the freedom to exchange ideas, views and beliefs, we cannot find solutions to our problems. One of the most important defenses of free speech in history was crafted in a dissenting judgment in the 1929 US Supreme Court case of Hungarian pacifist Rosika Schirmer who was denied citizenship for refusing to swear that she would take up arms to defend her adopted home country of America. In a dissenting opinion, aging Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, who fought and was wounded in the American Civil War, declared that there is no principle that more imperatively calls for attachment than the principle of free thought. Not free thought for those who agree with us, but freedom for the thought we hate. The freedom of speech codified in our constitution is key to building a better South Africa based on better ideas. If you want to live in a free country where you can think, write, sing, pray and speak freely, you must stand up for freedom of speech, even when it becomes difficult or uncomfortable. Your freedom is worth fighting for. Join FAN today to build a new tomorrow. 
Yeah, so you guys might have noticed that uh, that explainer video by fan was actually voiced by the brilliant Simpe. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that as well. Uh, Michael, um, I'll come to you first. Our explainer video correctly states that people who have power and are dictators tend to be very adamant to crush freedom of speech and a diversity of ideas. Why do you think this is the case? There's a kind of irony here because I think um, excessive or abuse of power, the power of dictators or unflinching ideologues, um, is always in a strange way an expression of insecurity. Uh, it's, it's, the un the, you know, it's the unwillingness to, uh, to risk being contradicted or challenged or having the ideas tested. And I, I think you know, the reason is that their power is, is solely derived really from there being a kind of unswerving commitment to, across society and, and those and their subjects what people they regard as their subjects to what they say is true what they say must be done what they say is best for society and so there is this irony that they do feel insecure fearful constantly alert um to any challenge to the authority uh, which is really the only thing that protects them from from failure and their very first step as you as you rightly point out um, in trying to guarantee um, the absence of, of all these unsettling risks is uh, of course to curb uh, curb free speech and so limit the scope of, of society to think differently and 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 make the case for change so yeah it's it it follows directly from this the, the nature of their power and the nature of their insecurity that they cannot tolerate um, contradiction and alternative points of view yeah michael I, if i can maybe just ask you to quickly also expand on that eh, is the fact that for there to be a free exchange of ideas, it means that there might be an opposition to the to the dominant narrative, as one would exactly. say. And that usually causes opposition for there to be um, accountability, because yeah. opposition usually comes with accountability. So, and I know we've spoken about this before, especially in the South Africa in the South African context. Um, um, historically, especially under apartheid, um, mm. that. For there to be a free sense of ideas caused that there was opposition to the dominant narrative that was actually said. And that is very much something that you yourself was a part of. Yeah, indeed. I, I think I think that's critical. And the risk always is, of course, where you do have dictators or, or, or powerful ideologues who impose their will on society is that society, there, there, there tends to kind of percolate through society this, this, this notion that perhaps it's best to leave it, leave the decision making to those who are powerful, partly because the risks of, of, of going against them uh, are, are so great. But that key point is that, that, that opposition is central to, to there being a challenge, people finding the courage to just to speak against the grain of, of, of the powerful um, and, uh, and, to, and to form themselves into, you know, organized opposition, organized resistance even. Uh, in order to secure and strengthen those those rights to free speech. Yes. Um, Simpe, I would like to come to you now um, and actually ask you, what are your thoughts on the importance of free speech? Uh, do you, are you asking if I support free speech? Yes. Do you, do you find it a valuable um, civil liberty that we actually have? Yeah. Yes, yes. Highly valuable. Um, and yeah, I think it. I think freedom of speech is is, is that one like action where you actually you, you're practicing the 
you're practicing, you're exercising your right to, you know, your human right to freedom mm-hmm. of speech. But then at the same time, you also, by doing that, you also accept the fact that you have the responsibility to allow somebody else to do that. Um, yes. And so I think that's such an important thing for society. It's like it, it establishes the rules of engagement. You know, yes. when we say free speech, we don't mean it's free for all. You know, it, it's within limits. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I think it, it, it's a really important co- uh, concept for any sort of collective, you know, if, if you live in one man, okay, maybe we can start restricting <laughs> civil, you know, free speech and so on. But if you're going to exist in a society and you're going to exist with other people, critical engagement is is almost inevitable. Um, and if there mm. isn't any critical engagement, then you know, someone's at a loss in that society. You mm. can't, yeah, it, w- it won't be a free society. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a very important part of any democratic and liberal political formation. Um, and I think also, you know, when you speak of like apartheid, like at any critical social change in a society, you know, the, 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 the fact that people were willing to speak out against the norms and say, actually, you know what, this is not, I, I don't believe this is right. And I'm going to speak out. I'm going to oppose your views. That was the catalyst for change. And that was necessary. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. I like the point you make about the fact that it's like, um, as much as it's, it's such an essential right for a human to have, there's also responsibility um, that comes with it. And you cannot use your um, freedom of speech to actually impose on another person um, your thoughts, your beliefs um, against their will. Um, and I think that's also something, especially when it comes to um, context such as social media, that something that really needs to be implemented because it can usually get very um, authoritarian on those platforms where one dominant um, narrative needs to reign supreme um, over another. So yeah, th- thank you guys for um, your time. And I think we've now reached um, the end of our episode. And to our viewers and listeners, don't forget to catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and IGTV. And to join fan and support our fight for freedom, you can sign up at freedomadvocacy.net. And remember, guys, your freedom is worth fighting for. <laughs>